In 15 minutes, another keyword that you can use to possibly win some money. The inflation bonus cash keyword is coming your way around 320. Well, you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. The state student test scores were being held back by the school superintendent in California until uh, after the election. And then he kind of changed his mind and LA Unified got some of their scores and they became public. But uh, it's because they're horrible. Back in 2020, when the pandemic hit, one of the first things people did was panic, especially over the children. As time went on, we began to see that the children weren't that much affected by COVID. In some sense, the panic actually grew and it became Zoom school. Many states, of course, California, the worst. California was the biggest school lockdown state in the country, keeping kids out of the larger schools here for the longest period of time, especially LA Unified and that stupid teachers union, which just fought every move to try to give and, kids a return to the classroom and, and no, in any form. And nobody fought the teachers union. No public official in California. No, some parents did. We yeah. had them on the air. And they, they were called racist. By the head of the teachers union. Oh, that's Remember? right. She thought that, that was that, right. That was a white person's white thing. Privilege, white right. privilege to want your kid to go to school. And I who, forgot about that, who, yes. Who suffered the, the worst scores? Minority students. In As LA. usual. Yes. Right. Yes. So who So who, much for equity. Yeah. No, it's it's the people running the system who are the racists. They're keeping the minority children down. It wasn't the white parents who wanted the kids to go and learn because they easily could have learned. Easily. This was just abusiveness on the parts on the part of the teachers. Well, the Times likes to point out though, the falling scores nationwide span the political and demographic makeup of states, making it difficult to draw simple conclusions about the length of pandemic-related campus closures played in student performance. Oh, so I guess everybody just became collectively stupid together. The kids did, huh? There was no effect. Yeah, I, I guess. See, they're trying to claim that it didn't matter whether the schools closed or not. Either but way, I, there was a disruption. But I think it was oh, yeah. worse it if was, you kept the kids on Zoom. Because it I just think, had to be. Yeah, of course. It, it, of course, it's the worst. I would never. I swear, I never would have allowed that. I, I told my wife this. I said, if this had happened where our kids were still in, in elementary years, and they closed the schools, and they're looking at Zoom all day. There would have been another way around. You just moved to another state for a year. or I was going to say, where you are in the West Side, I'm or, sure well, the lockdowns were key. Yeah, well, parents were, were having classes conducted in their basements with teachers. You could always oh, find yeah, some Again, that's the wealthier. Exactly. The wealthy kids yeah, I had a woman down the better. street from me. She was doing little classes in her garage with some of the neighborhood kids. Do you know what, what, uh, what demographic uh, did not show any, any losses? Uh, Catholic schools. Catholic schools largely stayed open, and they're a lot more stricter. And they show yeah, a lot of private schools kept on plugging. Yeah, yeah. The, the private schools kept going on. Hence, Newsom's kids got back. Or, in school. or you know, to the extent they did Zoom school, they 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 did it much better. What what I what I think a lot of the public school teachers did is uh, they just laid on the uh, laid on the sofa and popped some kind of video into the system and had the kids watching videos. While, while they uh, lolled around their couch. Well, uh, across the country, about one in four eighth graders met standards for proficiency on national math ass assessments. That's down from one in three in 2019. So it dropped from like 33% to 25%. You know what's shocking? How low the numbers were without this. Like, like L.A. And, and California didn't have that much 
didn't fall that far. But they don't, they've already, they've, they're naturally so low, there isn't much more to fall. Because you're going to have a certain percentage of kids, maybe 20, 25%, who are resilient and smart enough and motivated enough that somehow they'll survive. Right. But all these scores pre COVID were disastrous. Public school in America, for much of uh, for much of the country, is absolutely horrible. But fixing it is blocked by the teachers union, who bribes all the legislatures from top to bottom. The amount of bribery of, of, of politicians to keep school systems in an incompetent state is just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean the Times likes to point out in California where most of the schools were closed for a full year, even more. Scores fell by six points, but Texas and Florida, where schools were able to reopen starting in the fall of 2020, they fell by seven points. And they picked out Oklahoma, where schools didn't reopen until the fall of 2020, falling by 13 points. So you may be on to something there. There's something more to do with the quality of public schools just diminishing. And then with the pandemic, even if you were back in the classroom, there was still just a whole disruption involved in this that made it very difficult to reach the kids or get them to concentrate. Well, I, the whole world was distracted by that for too long. I know. Because if you're a young kid and you have this kind of panic going on in the world, it was like wartime for these kids. You know, that's it, it's caused a lot of depression. Most of the kids, even if the schools were open, they didn't have their normal life. There wasn't after-school socializing, after-school activities. There There weren't, you know, anything from from, uh, sports teams or or school dances or extracurricular activities. Just a whole normal rhythm of life of seeing your friends and all. And it's created a tremendous amount of depression. Yeah, but I I know where this usually leads, like it always leads. Uh, They're going to decide that the tests are too hard and we need to rejigger the tests or not give them at all. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing this at colleges don't really want to see your SAT or ACT scores anymore, a lot of colleges, because we just don't believe in standardized testing. What will happen here is there'll just be blowback against standardized testing. Well, I wasn't a fan of standardized testing when I was a kid, but I understand it now that you need to see if people are at a basic level, at a uniform basic level across school it, districts and across the it, country. If you're running an elite university, you don't want a bunch of mediocre minds that's a complete waste of time for everybody. If your if if your university is bent on teaching the most sophisticated classes out there, right, to turn people into top of their field experts, yeah, then you have to have a standard for people who get in. And sorry, we're not all born the same. Some of us are born brilliant, and some of us are born stupid. And if you're running a school where you're trying to teach classes meant for brilliant kids, meant for people who are going to run the world or be at the top in in law and medicine and technology. You have to have have some way to screen. You do. And and they always will. Oh, yeah, you have to have a way to assess. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you, you absolutely do. And that's just the truth. And it's like what we were joking about before. It's like, they, you know, everybody gets a trophy. It's like, you know what? Not everybody's going to get into an elite school, and they shouldn't get into an elite school. You actually you have, to have the goods. See, that's, that's why sports is still so appealing. Like the woke holes did not get to sports. 
because you still have to perform on the field. And the jobs still go to the people who are best at their positions, regardless of, of, of race or ethnicity. And that is, any, the, that is the last bastion of merit in the entire country now, sports. 30% of California eighth graders are achieving proficiency in reading, 23% in math. They said the math score was the was really where we, the, this hit a wall. That I remember years ago it was, well, because California has a lot of English learners. <laughs> it was trouble with the reading side of this, and the math was kind of just so-so. But now it looks like math has become a real stumbling point for these uh, students around the country. And, you, and actually, they said that L.A., or rather California and L.A., fared a little better in its drop com- than compared to the other mm-hmm. states. Just a little better. And Everybody you dropped. You see, at some of the elite universities, they have so many foreign students coming in from places like China and India, countries where, at least among the wealthier people, uh, everybody is sticking to the standards, and they're sending their kids to America to get American degrees from elite universities. And it's completely upended the normal ethnic mix at the schools. Right. And, and that's, why, that's why there's a case going uh, to the Supreme Court now. It's going to be heard uh, next week. And, and, and it's Harvard and a lawsuit by a, uh, a union of Asian students who said that they were unfairly barred from Harvard because basically Harvard decided they had too many Asians because uh, they were do too many of them were doing really well on yeah, all the standardized has to be tests. now, right? Right. So they 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 thought, and so they, they were trying to come up with with other categories. Actually, actually, we're analyzing personalities as a, <laughs> as a backwards way. <laughs> yeah, personality is a sure way to see whether or not someone's going to be a success at a technical job. <laughs> uh, you need to know math and science if you're going to be in the fields that uh, we need the most for the future of the state, the country's development. You can't just have a nice personality. That's good for a sales job, maybe. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Sales is good if you have a nice, bright, bubbly personality. It's <laughs> not that business. People and things, and you can, uh, you can, and you can work and get along with others. But that's what I was trying to say. I think where this eventually leads is these tests are biased. They're irrelevant. They're outdated. And just like I said, they're already moving away from the SAT and the ACTs. They'll start moving away from these national standardized assessment tests. Well, trust me, they will. Oh, I I agree with you. I think I remember that term we learned like 20 years ago. The portfolio of work is more important. Yeah, but I'm what, like what you know, you open up a binder and what what's in there? Drawings? I don't. Well, know all right, but but then if that's if, what you have to do as a parent is you have to f- fight all that, and 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 get your kid to a higher higher level. Higher oh yeah, you, you, that's right. And it's 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 a lot of work for a parent, but it's it's your choice. Or you can you know, burp out another drone that won't even fill a cubicle seat anymore. They'll just sit in their underwear working from home. All right, when we come back. Speaking of the lockdowns and COVID, well, it's back again. A new explosive study dismisses the natural origin of COVID. It looks to these researchers like it was lab produced, but we'll explain a slight difference that they think happened. Uh, The key word for the inflation bonus cash money is next. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, well, from the world of COVID, we have a brand new study out. Researchers in the United States and Germany have studied COVID's genome. The virus's instruction manual, to put it in raw terms, they compared it to dozens of previously detected coronaviruses. And guess what road they're going down based on their research? they think is a very good chance 
that the one that hit us from China in the year 2019 is when it all started was laboratory made. We're back to that again. Because it's they an said enhanced... it's got a synthetic fingerprint, as they put it. Yes. Synthetic it, means produced. It is not a, a natural origin. Because it was an enhanced virus. Because the Chinese gain of function. That is exactly the kind of research that's being done all over the we place. We just learned they were doing this. They were doing this in Boston. That was a big story last week that they've already put together a couple of uh, virus parts and they actually made a right now a virus that could kill a lot of mice. Right. So if uh, somebody slips and uh, the beaker breaks on the floor, uh, you can How is it we're still here? How is it that, based on what we're just talking about now, somebody hasn't just killed a big population piece with uh, some sort of lab? Uh, well, they gave it a good shot, didn't they? I remember they always were worried after 9-11 that uh, someone would get on the subway systems in New York and unleash something. That oh, would, that, uh, you know, it'll happen because... Bioweapon or chemical weapon. Th this happened by accident. What, what you need is the right psychotic running a uh, running a nation to pull Putin. the trigger. Yeah, somebody like, like Putin. We're all focused on nukes. Maybe he'll come in the back door or the side door with well, something like, else, like a bioweapon or a chemical it's weapon. It's pretty clear that the human race is going to exterminate itself. There's no <laughs> question that's going to happen. You know, when and how they do it, we don't know yet. But it will happen because we're that stupid and that impulsive. And we, we, we waste all our brain power on creating things that will kill us. You know, whether it's weapons or, you know, enhanced viruses. The, the, it's, this, is, this is why that, that whole, that's it, why, you know, that was propaganda we were getting. For some reason, the media and all the elites decided that we should never think that this came from another government, that this was a weapon that was being developed, partly with our money, weirdly enough. Oh, those grants? Yeah, those grants that Fauci authorized. It may take like 10 years or 20 years before the full story comes out, but eventually we're going to find out that a lot of people... A lot well, of, the Wuhan uh, people, lab did get, yeah, NIH money through NIH like a third money, party. Right. Yeah, it went through like a third party. And, and well, we don't because, know if they specifically used it for gain-of-function research to come up with COVID. We don't know that, but... Well, it was for gain-of-function research. I'm sure research. there's other things that they do there, right? Well, they're, they're, they're enhancing a lot of viruses. This is not the only virus. This is, this is the business that these researchers are in. They do it all. There were only three places in the country, if I remember. I remember seeing a map. On one of the newscasts, there were three places where this kind of uh, gain-of-function research was done with this particular kind of COVID virus, and one of them was Wuhan. So the odds that there would be an outbreak in Wuhan, and you had people in the laboratory who were suffering at the time from uh, an undisclosed virus. And, of course, they tried to conveniently blame it on the animal markets nearby because they did sell bats and this began as a bat virus that they exca excavated out of a cave. So they had a ready-made cover story to throw the world off for a few months. But truth eventually comes out. It just takes a while. People start to talk. People do investigations. They're tracking the synthetic fingerprint of uh, the genome. And, and you get the real deal here. This, this, now, this, 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 was, this was an, uh, may have been an accident in terms of it escaping the lab, but it wasn't an accident coming out of an animal. Now, COVID, uh, the original virus and its many variations, has been very busy. Uh, I enjoyed this headline today. 
A stunning 300 new COVID variants are circling the globe. Which ones will break through in California? Remember you and I were laughing about the, the latest SB.7.BA. Yeah. Imagine that we have 300 of them. But yeah. you, before you get too far into this story, it's going to tell you that they're very similar to the original. And probably if you've already been infected or you have the vaccine, it's not going to make a big deal. Right. You already... But uh, listen to the list of uh, of COVID uh, names. You have uh, BA.2.75.2, BA.2.75.4, BA.2.3.20, BA.4.6, BH.1, BP.1, BQ.1. I've not seen Q. BQ. I've uh, seen BA, BH, and BP, but I haven't seen BQ. That was a new one to me. Then you have BQ.1.1. Mm-hmm. And then mm. BQ.1.14. BQ.1.2. You also have... Uh, Do they tell you if you test positive for COVID, if you can get what well, you can give you the exact uh, BA dot, so well, you're they, a BF they, or BQ or B? They'd have to analyze the, the genes. Well, that'd be cool just at a party, small talk. Which one did you... I have BQ.1.3. Oh, Okay. All right. Well, I had BA.2.75.4. <laughs> I have a collection. I've had four COVIDs. <laughs> What's this one about? Mm, BJ.1. I don't yeah. like that one. BJ.1. What? Oh, God. What's that symptom? BQ.1.1. <laughs> XBB is another one. XBB? Wow. Uh, yeah. That's uh, The XBB. That's a real cool name one. The well, XBB a, variant. XBB is a different heritage from, our, from the BQ variants. It hmm. was it was created created uh, by the mixing of the BA.2.10.1 and the BA.2.75 strains. Well, who's <laughs> doing this mixing here? <laughs> Again, the mutations are only because of our ability with the vaccines and stuff to kind of fight it off. So, well, we're, the, we're, the, you the see, virus we're, continues. We're doomed. To, uh... I got my booster yet again Friday night. Yeah. Oh, you got the Omicron one? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, does the it work variants. again? I don't know if it works They're... with all those BJ, this and that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you got to get 300 shots now. I'm shot it out. And yeah. you got the flu thing too? Yeah, I got the flu a few weeks ago. I didn't get All that right. together. She's ready. I'm She's ready. hunkered down yeah. for the winter here. I yeah. am. I've given up. I, I think I've given up. I'm I'm on the fence about the uh, the, the COVID booster. Uh, just point. take me out now. I'm running out of arms and <laughs> patience with um, all of this. After a while, you'll look like a drug addict. You'll have needle <laughs> tracks down your arm. Well, if there really are 300 worldwide variants, you know, just getting the Omicron one, they're going to have to start uh, refining the vaccine, even though they're, they're similar genetic origins. But they might just, well, they could say we're going to have to have a COVID shot every year, yeah. or Deborah Mark will anyway. Yeah, I probably will, just like the flu shot. Yeah, I was Once on the plane. a year is fine. I was on the plane, Deborah Mark, three people with masks. So there's your friends out of 150 passengers. <laughs> were you wearing a mask? No, no. Three. I gave that up months ago. Uh. Three. Never right. be a couple on a plane right across again. the aisle from me with masks. That's, They're uh, smart. That's Seriously. Your... Now, forget COVID. I'm telling you a neighbor real quickly. A neighbor told me that she caught some kind of creepy virus that's not COVID that affects the heart. And the doctor said, and, and she said that there were some people on the plane. The doctor said, you got this probably on, on the plane because it's, it's some contagious virus. There's hmm. no way I'm going on a plane without a mask ever. All right. Well, there's this a lot is my of public there, service announcement there, there, for the day. There's a lot of diseased people. 
Yes. I mean, people, they're yeah. gross. And they just they're, cough and sneeze and yeah. they don't cover their mouths. It just, they, have, they have no hygiene at all? None. No. no. Uh, hygiene is something that's gotten lost as time has gone on. There's just, yeah. there's just people, they're all smellier and dirtier and greasier and sicker. And they're all on planes. They're all on planes, reason. yeah. I don't get that. <laughs> all right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're headed to Bidenville after 4 o'clock. I'm studying a video. He sat down for some sort of long interview with an MSNBC reporter. And uh, there's claims that uh, Joe, Joe Dose is off during the interview. He seems to space out and uh, we'll play the audio. <laughs> he loses focus. He, well, his eyes get, I was looking at it. They're kind of, he kept shutting his eyes and I couldn't tell whether or not that's because he's falling asleep or he's just got a blinking problem, but it was well, uh, odd. <laughs> uh, he also admits that uh, I'd be concerned too if uh, the president was turning 80, which he is very soon. He's giving uh, us a hint. I think he is. <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm fading out here. And brand new audio concerning the uh, forgiveness of student loans, where suddenly Joe believes that uh, he got it passed in Congress, <laughs> which did not happen. <laughs> there was no bill in Congress to which forgive student loans. also complicates the lawsuit he's involved in. <laughs> yeah, I guess it does, doesn't it? Yeah, so we'll get into all that. All right. Well, we mentioned last week uh, the outrageous public spending story of the week. San Francisco's three-year plan to build a single public toilet for $1.7 million. And I keep wondering, it's just one big bowl in there? I mean, it seriously was like a single? It, it's, it must be a golden bowl. I, made I passed this weekend one of the, those large ones that they have down in the touristy areas. And I think it's supposed to self-wash after you come out. Some sort of, that <laughs> yeah. was the idea behind it. I'm not going in there. Um, well, it's supposed to get all clean for you. So the next uh, user will walk into a fresh. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know how that works with the chemicals or... I, I can well, tell you, I'm never going to open up a, a public restroom in San Francisco. Not one yeah. out on the street in any kind of uh, outdoor public venue. Never. So apparently they even canceled. There was, <laughs> it was some sort of plan um, that they were going to have uh, an event. It's going to be in the No Valley or Noah Valley, N-O-E Valley. Uh, but uh, they canceled some sort of grand opening public event and now there's real questions as to whether or not but if this is three years in the making and they were planning a grand opening they probably already spent the money haven't they well i i, I don't know I, I mean this was state funded somehow a local assemblyman got this in the state budget 
and, and it passed. I guess it was a line item that nobody was paying attention to. Who knows $1. how it was $1.7 million dollars for a toilet? Yeah, yeah. I probably didn't say that directly, or maybe nobody reads budgets at all. And uh, this, this assemblyman got it, got it snuck in there. And he was going to have this event. It was Matt Haney. That's his name. And he was going to host this event celebrating the uh, construction of the new toilet. But, oh. but Newsom is threatening to withhold the funds, so I guess it hasn't been purchased. They were just going to celebrate uh, the passing of the bill. Oh, yeah. Here's more detail. It's 150 square feet. That would be the toilet size or the toilet room size or whatever. I guess it might have a sink in there. And, uh, yeah, a spokes hole for Gavin Newsom said that the state funds might be withheld. Um. A single small bathroom should not cost $1.7 million, says Aaron Mellon, the government's communications director. The state will hold funding until San Francisco delivers a plan to use this public money more efficiently. If they cannot, we will go back to the legislature to revoke the appropriation. So that's the threat. Apparently, this is because of San Francisco's overly complicated, expensive process for approving and building things, I guess, including bathrooms. I... Uh, well, if if Haney hadn't done the stupid thing of organizing a celebration, it probably would have been built and nobody would have known. But for some reason, he was so excited to tell his constituents in the district that he got funding to build a toilet that he made a big public case out of it. And the whole world said, what? One point seven million for a toilet. Oh, you know what happened? Yeah. Heather Knight did the story in the Chronicle. And after she did this story and it went to viral because everybody was talking about it and printing it, uh, that's when Haney canceled his grand opening celebration of the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> he canceled a scheduled news conference. What's wrong with him? If you, so if, she calls herself a potty party pooper. If you, were, if you were an assemblyman, would you hold a Wait, public... But he says, I support not spending the money. The cost is ridiculous and it'll take far too long, he said last Friday. He was taking credit for it last week. And now he's against it? Now, well, because everybody heard of how, how much it was going to cost? Yeah, because everyone else is against it. Oh, that's ridiculous. He got it in the bill. He's the one who got that line item as part of the budget bill. It was exactly for a $1.7 million toilet in San Francisco? Yes, it was, like a, it was like a grant. You know how individual politicians get these earmarks? Right. This is how they bring, open, open, bring home the bacon? And every congressman or assemblyman, state senator, whatever, gets to bring a certain number of favors back home. And, oh. and that's that when your party's in charge, in order to keep the party in charge, every local district has to be happy with their local guy. So he needs a set of announcements saying, you know, I you know, brought $5 million to build this new park for the children. Oh, this is pretty good. Another person involved in this is the park, the rec and park general manager, Phil Ginsburg. He said that he heard Friday morning uh, from Haney's people about the cost. He said, that's the first time I got any questions about it. Yeah. Well, he yeah, says the project is long and expensive, but it's because of skyrocketing construction costs. Really? Yeah. $1.7 million, 150 square foot bathroom? Uh, you know what? I found a story today. I think Ray sent it to you right before the start of the show. It's, it's long. We should do it tomorrow. It's it's from the New York Times. It's by a, a left-wing columnist named Ezra Klein. The headline is, 
the way Los Angeles is trying to solve homelessness is absolutely insane. And it includes quotes from Bass and Caruso. But what, what Ezra Klein did, he actually went through the process of trying to build housing for the homeless in Los Angeles. And you would not believe how complicated it is, how many layers of bureaucracy, how many regulations, how many restrictions, how many extra costs. Uh, there are some paragraphs in here that you would, you would think was written by a comedy writer, you know, a satirist. This can't be true. But that's why these homes for the homeless are costing $700,000. Well, and, oh, and apparently they've already got a small single toilet bathroom in McLaren Park in San Francisco that cost $1.6 million, and another one in a place called Animal Square costs $1.7 million. Mm-hmm. Nobody paid any attention to those because well, I guess care. the word didn't get out. Right. No, they don't oh, care. you know what the Parks and Rec guy is blaming? Some of the city and the state's policies that they can't do business or contract with companies in 30 states because they discriminate against LGBTQ people or restrict <laughs> abortion or suppress voting rights. He says it makes it, it makes it more expensive when you've wiped out 30 states you can buy the materials from. <laughs> oh, this guy's funny. <laughs> oh, what a stupid government. You know, that that whole boycott on all the states because uh, their gender laws don't conform with uh, And yet Newsom went to one of those states anyway on his course. own private business or his own you family. You think he cares? You really think he cares? No. All right, we got Did you see that map I sent you today? Oh, I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can talk about the map. Yeah, yeah that's dazzling in its uh, display of colors. <laughs> Microsoft put out a a 41 uh uh 41 piece map covering 41 different sexualities. Yeah, that's quite a spectrum. Uh, well, all right, we'll talk about that and then read some of them next. Did you see uh, Biden wandering? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wandering off near he the White House. He does that a lot. He can't figure out which direction to go into. Or he. This is a new video clip that's making the rounds, and he's walking with a man and a woman, and uh, they're on the White House grounds, and he suddenly makes a right turn on Ooh. his own. And then he has to be herded back towards the direction of the White House. And, and you can see the White House behind him. No. Oh. He, 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 he veered away from the building. And now, he, he, I'm just watching it on repeat. He's lost in the trees. And everybody is pointing like, you go that way, you go that way. Who are these two old people with him? Man? I don't know. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, is, that, is that Jill Biden with him on the left? No, oh, it might be. Well, he's she's got to keep she's got to keep a hold yeah, she's on. Yeah, got to keep him on track. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I think that is in the green coat or whatever. <laughs> I don't know That's the third, great. the other older that guy. That is that is just great. Well, we'll be in Bidenville right after the news at four o'clock. There's a few clips to play. He did some sort of a, I guess it was a long interview with MSNBC's Jonathan Capehart, and may have fallen asleep during part of it. But he also says it's it's a fair question to wonder if I'm fit for the job at eighty. He's about right. to turn 80. Well, he can't find his way home. There has never been an older American president. So why not? Of course, we do live longer. Let's take that in consideration, right, John? Someday, maybe a president will be 98. Well, yeah, you live a long time, but you don't necessarily are living a, uh, you don't have robust health. We're, well, you can. I mean, depends but, on how you take care of yourself and your genetics. But. You ever been to a nursing home? We don't call them that anymore. 
What do you want to call them? <laughs> uh, they're usually called um, assisted living facilities. Okay. Or, um... you, you ever been to an assisted living facility? <laughs> not in a while, no. No. You should see. Couldn't get my parents to go into one, so Good. not me. For, good well, for we them. all couldn't. I'm, well. ne- I'm never going one. Um, if, the, if my kids come in and say, we're taking you to assisted living or a nursing home, I'm pulling out my gun and say, you take one more step. Nobody, nobody is going to get First me of all, you there. don't have a gun. I'm, go- I'm going to get one by then. I'm going to get one by Just then. to okay. keep people from taking me to a nursing home. Second of all, there's some that are really nice and well-kept. And Well, I'll visit you there. Well, third of all, what do you think you're going to do when you can't walk and dress yourself and you're peeing all over the place? And I'm going to do that in my home. Well, I'm you're not going to hire somebody to clean it up, or you're just going to I'm going to hire filth? somebody to clean it up, yeah. There are nice places that cost a lot of money. I'll, I'll you visit know? you in yours as well. well uh, I will be in one of those, hopefully. He did not give the answer I thought he'd give. No? The exit bag. Oh. oh, no, exit bag is definitely on the table. No, if those are the choices, exit bag. I'm going to tell everybody in the family up front. I go, I'm not ending up there. I go, you commit me there, I'm getting the exit bag. All right, well, John sent this today. Microsoft just released this. And no joke, just like Biden, you put in. You put that in or did they put that no, in? No, I put that in. No joke. Wait, Biden wait. loves to say no joke. That's, that's my new favorite phrase. <laughs> An emblem of unity, and it's quite striking in its colorful display. Uh, it's a flag? I guess it's a flag. Yeah, huh? it looks like a kaleidoscope pattern. It does, yes, in many different colors. And there are some symbols on it I don't understand. But uh, it says it combines 40 different flags from LGBTQIA plus communities around the world. It's, it's the 40 different sexualities. Now, I thought we would play a little game. We got a couple minutes, okay? I'm going to uh, list all these 40 different sexualities and genders and proclivities. And if any of you feel you identify, just yell bingo or something, all right? Not a joke. Are any of you an abrosexual? No? Nobody's an abrosexual? You what does that mean? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have I'll a definition. I'll leave it to you to ask, Eric. Um, it's an individual whose sexuality is changing or fluid. For example, you could be gay one day, you're asexual the next, and then polysexual the day after that. That's an indecisive person, but they want it all. Uh, an abrosexual person... Their sexuality may change more frequently over the course of hours. So you're, you're, let's say, one hour you're into men, like at 2 o'clock. By 3 o'clock, you're not into anybody. Thursday, by, by 4 o'clock, you're into everything, okay? Anything on two or four legs, you're, you're ready to go. You sure that's not a takeoff on a bro? It's A-B-R-O, a bro-sexual. I knew you were trying to say that. A bro-sexual? Hey, bro. Um, what is ace flux? That's the next one. What? Ace flux... Um, well, if you take Pepto-Bismol, that takes care of it. That's going to say it sounds like an antacid. All right, here we go. This is a sexual orientation of the asexual spectrum. It is defined as someone whose sexual orientation fluctuates but generally stays on the asexual spectrum. An aceflux individual may feel very strongly asexual one day and less asexual another day. Or they might feel demisexual or graysexual at times. Yeah, I saw I saw gray sexual. In gray, there. I got to look up gray sexual. Oh, gray meaning it's blurry again about there. Uh, I thought it was for old people. Yeah, maybe you're into the uh, elderly. Um, oh, maybe that is it. Right. Uh, now we see. It, all right, gray sexuality. Um, 
experiences limited sexual attraction to others. So you're you're basically asexual, but every once in a while, if the wind is blowing just right, you, you get a little twitch. Well, you know, the more we learn about people, yeah, people fit into these categories. Remember, I told you about the spectrum of sexual taste. Uh, here's your spectrum. This is, yeah, this is the same kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. When I used to talk about is, you know, people into sheep and people into that kind of spectrum. <laughs> well, that's probably but, in here It's probably somewhere. on the list. I, I, what, I, is, <laughs> what is Maverick? Maverick. M-A-V-E-R-I-Q-E. Maverick. Maverick. Let me see. These are quite the... And it says, by the way, this flag combines 40 I'm looking for one I can identify with. Because we talked about Two-Spirit one day. We know what that is. See, you know what? In a year, we'll probably know all these. Uh, it's It describes those whose gender exists outside of binary completely. Well, that, wouldn't right. that be non-binary? It exists on its own plane of gender, separate from all others. <laughs> it, it is a gender characterized by autonomy and inner conviction regarding a sense of self that is entirely independent. It what is, is this, not neutral. That's another chapter of the narcissistic ways of this world now. Everybody wants their own specific definition of who and, they and, are. And they now. have their own flag, and they have their own symbols, and they even have an alternate flag. Ah. I, 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 I don't... None of My favorite's is. right there at the end, unlabeled. <laughs> it's, it's like generic food. Thanks to a few celebrities, I now know what pangender and pansexual is. My God, that's on here. Um, uh, All right. Well, oh, you want to do one more? Uh, well, I don't want to look this one up. Trigender. I don't want to know. Well, you might be into people who are identify as male, female, and non-binary, right? Wouldn't that be tri? Uh, no? Let me see. I don't know. Let me see. Uh, trigender in a third category, which is not situated in between men and women. Or you're not in the middle. This is another, it, it's a blending of three gender identities. Oh, my God. For example, a trans woman who is attracted to other self identified women. <laughs> okay. All right. When we come back. You guys can go check out the Microsoft flag. We're going to be in Bidenville. We'll Eric, anything what... click there? No. We gave you about a half a dozen. No. You didn't come up with uh, heterosexual. Oh, there's no such thing. That's boring. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's, that's been banned. All right. Apparently. John and Ken, KFI M640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom.